All right. Looks like we are live, although for some reason, it doesn't appear that I'm live on my own Facebook profile. Oh. Everywhere else I am. That's not good. They're probably well, boycotting you. <laughs> oh, now it says they're alive. Okay, thanks, Zuck. Anyway, we are doing watching Amazon, and you are Sir John Lawson, the bold one, the cold one, the blurry one, because it's a little blurry there. But that's all it's right. A little blurry. That's all right. I'm Brent Leary, and I am not blurry. I'm looking rather clear, sounding good. I'll carry on while we trudge on with the cold one, the bold one, the blurry one. John Coldrice Lawson. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm glad you entertain yourself. If I don't do it, who will? I know exactly. That's that's the, <laughs> that you should have that on a t-shirt. That's the meaning <laughs> of your life. Not you. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Only you, bro. Only you. Good afternoon. You know what? I'm going to turn some light on for you. Oh, God. Yeah, thanks. Oh, no, I can't. My why, don't just, why don't you just say good afternoon to Allah Hassan? Do you know, up, do you know, do you know him personally? Or? You said what? Do you know him personally? Yeah, you know him personally, too. He was at that first conference we did. He was one of the keynotes there. Dude, yeah. how long ago was that? Do you expect me to, like... <laughs> remembered all that i forget i forget oh <laughs> and it is our mutual buddy alan Bergson. what's up alan i want to know where our, our our buddy meredith is come on yeah, meredith, come. Be here. you gotta be here meredith and whatever happened to ellen i mean like I she know. just fell off the face of the earth man i don't know i probably offended her with a post somewhere yeah, I would not be surprised if that were the case, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, you probably said something or posted something that you know. Oh my gosh, but it is what it is. Oh no, nah, she's she's probably hanging around somewhere. She's probably got better things to do, actually. I'm sure she does. I do too, so let's get on. <laughs> uh, that just hit me funny for whatever reason. All right. Actually, you know, a lot to me, a lot has happened in this past week since we did our last show. That's, uh, some, that's every week, bro. Every but this, week. this just seems like this week there was just, a. T I mean, they bought stuff and they partnered with stuff and they announced stuff and man. Stuff. So where do you want to start? You Because you posted something. I did post one. I, I know care. what you posted. You know what? I'm, yeah. I, I like this. I like what you posted. Because it had so, the video. Yes. And so I am going to cut. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me do this. Because that caught me funny. I mean, my <laughs> man just. We're not even going to explain it. We'll explain yeah, it, just let it, other just let it run. <laughs> we're going to let it run here. So let me just cue this up. Because quite honestly, this was hilarious. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Get this there. There and here it is. Oh, I got the wrong one. I don't want Lou Dobbs right now. Ugh, Let me do this. Gross. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see what we got here. 
think this should be it. Come on, man. Well, Dave, this young man says he had enough. He says the job was too demanding and took time away from his family. But tonight, he told me he regrets that hasty decision that's now gone viral. I am not encouraging them to, but if you fed up with your job, you just got to be fed up with it. This tweet that Derek Lancaster shared went viral overnight. The 22-year-old who says he delivered packages for Amazon now having a change of heart. Yeah, I mean, it, it was immature and irresponsible on my end, but at, at the same time, enough is enough. He took aim at the online retail giant with this tweet saying in part, I quit Amazon. I left the man on 12 Mile in Southfield. It's been retweeted more than 25,000 times and has more than 218,000 likes. Lancaster says he took this photo of the van at the gas pump. He also claims he filled the tank and left the keys in the ignition. All right. That's the one you that's the wrong video. No, I, I that was the right one. No, I, didn't want, I like the I, other I, video where he's telling you why he quit. Yeah, but I like this one because uh, upon further reflection, Cuz realized he could have done it a little differently. Yeah, but you didn't tell where I mean you didn't set it up where Oh, we know. I mean, well, all right. So, I mean, you, everybody doesn't know. Okay. Well, you tell them because I, I thought everybody kind of knew, but you tell them what happened to this, this young Amazon driver in mid shift, in mid delivery. What he okay, hide your kids, to hide do. your wife. He said, I am sick of this bullshit. I'm tired of driving nine hours a day, no, 12 hours a day shifts for Amazon. And he quit. And he left the van at the gas station with the keys and the packages inside. And then went to Twitter and told everybody that he quit and where the truck was. <laughs> yeah, uh, he told folks he left the key in the car, in the truck, told them where the truck was, told them there were packages in the truck. And he just didn't care at that moment. He just like, he was just fed up. <laughs> but... And the video that we just played, upon a little bit more reflection. I don't think it was more reflection. It was just more people talking shit to him. Well, I mean, no, I think uh, he, he, to me, he looked like he, he did have a little bit of remorse in the way that he left. Not that he left. It's the way that he left. Yeah. I think, you know, after, what, 215,000 likes and. Twenty-five thousand. I mean, he's going to get a job. He has to come back on and say, you know, after reflecting, I could have done that better. That's because nobody's going to hire you. <laughs> but the ironic or the funny thing is, that tweet is still up. I mean, he didn't take it down. He didn't take the tweet down. He didn't take it down. I don't blame him. If, uh, I don't he know. Did, if I was looking he, for a job, he got famous, know. man. He got instant. <laughs> he got insta fame. So he's is probably that, happy for a minute. Is that fame or infamy? <laughs> I don't probably, know, it's man. It's probably a little bit of both. <laughs> I'm sure he's somebody's hero that's sitting on their couch playing oh, Nintendo right now. You know, that's right. I mean, let's face it. 215,000 likes, 25,000 retweets. That'll uh, never happen to that brother again. I mean, it won't happen to me. That's crazy. Ever. But let's face it. I don't know. He may want to think about taking it down at some point, taking a snapshot, you know, capturing that moment. Do we still yeah. call them Kodak moments? Uh, I can't. I can't remember. Anyway, hey, good afternoon, Craig. Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, so we had to start with that. I mean, that that was a great one. Yeah, that's a great one. So Amazon driver quits mid-shift, leaves the van on the side of the road at the gas station 
with the keys and the packages inside. And then reflects on it a little later. But I like this. Fame, infamy, as long as they spell your name right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Got to get known. All right. Let's get into a little bit more traditional kind of stuff. Um, Let me pop this up because this is, uh, I think, pretty hot off the press here. All right. Uh, I forget the name of the actual company. Let me get this out of the way. I got the name on the slide, I think. Um, But anyway... This is some company does this annual uh, valuation of global brands. And this is like just the, the name of the company, the brand's name. How much is it worth? And as usual, I mean, you know, Amazon is just they're just look how far ahead they are of Apple. I mean, it's not even close. They are by I far. Have, the no, I, brand. This is the stupidest. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why you say that? I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, look, literally, if I go around the world, this is somebody that has never been around the world. McDonald's is everywhere. Amazon is in America. America and maybe a couple of other countries. Mcdonald's is everywhere. Where's Coca-Cola? Give Didn't, me a break. Right. Coca-Cola's in the top 20. But- this is you're, are you confusing? Are you confusing most known for most valuable though? This says most valuable global brands by right. you said the name. Right. You're saying okay. most what you're saying is everybody there's McDonald's not, all over the place. Not, but is that does that make it the most valuable just because okay, they're the let most let me just known. put it like this: the Amazon brand yes. is not bigger than the golden arches as a brand. It's just it, you have didn't to say be, bigger. It said more, more valuable. That's all it said. Okay, it say, well then if it's if mine's bigger, how is it going to be less valuable? Oh come on, man! How many how many Rolex watches are around? But aren't wait, they the most? Me. Wait a minute! How many Rolex watches are along compared uh-huh. to time? Timex is probably better known. Uh huh. But what's more valuable? I don't. That's the that's the product, not the brand. But this is saying what's the valuable, not the worth, or not the not the best known. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't see anybody standing hey. around, standing in line around the corner for anything Amazon sells. Are you Apple, kidding me? Apple you couldn't stand around the corner. Time, every yeah, you, time you, you, Apple you just, comes you're out, you're just in your house. You're just in your house buying stuff all the time. That's all. D- d- go ahead. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I let me ask you a question. No, seriously. Serious question. What, How do that? they what's put that? a number on that? Where what's the what's the I'm just curious. How you know what's the the let brand value? How do they calculate let me, that? Let me see if I got the article up here. That's an interesting. <laughs> hey, first of all, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reporting the news. <laughs> I'm trying to find that because I all thought right, it was we'll, quite we'll funny. Come back to that because that's just I don't get how to even calculate. Brand value. <laughs> Maybe this is how. Maybe this okay, is how. All right. So this one also came out this morning. Online shopping trends. Another good omen for Amazon. Analysts raise targets. Now I wanted to specifically bring out a couple of bullet points to make it easier to see what these guys are talking about here. So I love this. Twenty percent of those polled bought physical goods online for the first time during the pandemic. 20% 
first time they've ever bought anything online, physical goods, and it was just because of the pandemic. And then followed up with 46% also said they would keep on purchasing online more frequently following once we get past the pandemic. And then the last one, this is like, uh, this is, this is why Amazon is in such a great position. More this pandemic, and it's it's not good to say because of the pandemic, but it's just facts here. Because people were forced to buy stuff, more stuff online, they ended up doing it, and then they realized, you know what, it's not that bad buying this stuff online. And then only eight percent said they will reduce online shopping post COVID. All of this lines up for what I guess we're seeing all over the place, which is everybody saying Amazon is going to be, you know, double their price in the next couple of years because the pandemic actually accelerated the move for people to buy online at a bigger rate than it was before. And there's no going back. Uh, I won't say there's no going back, but there, I mean, there, there's different parts of that that will go back. Um, I mean, it's like, yes, I'm buying my, you know, groceries online, but when I can go back to actually um, touching my, uh, is that Meredith calling you? No. Oh. <laughs> when I can go back to touching the fruit, I'll probably go back to touching the fruit. Um, but yeah, well, there's some, th- you know, there's some areas that are definitely going to see and maintain that increase. Um, I had a friend that actually bought a car online, um, but I don't see that sustaining once post COVID is over. I think people are going to go back and test drive a vehicle. So, I mean, yes, you're going to maintain some of that, but then there's other industries that might float backwards. Well, I think, I think it was a general statement that people were forced into doing something that they had never done before. And because they were forced into it, some folks, and it seems like a pretty significant amount of folks realize, man, this ain't bad. Yeah. And and then even once things get back to whatever the new normal is, part of the new normal is a percentage of folks will maintain buying stuff online that they had not bought before, even though right. they don't they're not things will be more open up to go back to the way they want. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I when I go back to touching the. <laughs> yeah, that just lets me know where do you shop? Because I don't want to shop there. Once you go back to touch. Well, I mean, basically it's, it's avocados. And the only way you can know whether an avocado is ready is by actually touching it. Period. There's no other way. Well, there's a good thing. I don't eat avocados. Well, avocados have skin on it. So if you're that freaky, who cares? (laughs) I've never eaten an avocado. So I don't know. It's that. Oh my God. Somebody else touched my fruit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about all that, but, you know, I'm just saying, I think, uh, you know, we talked so much about how Amazon got hammered in the first part of the pandemic. You know, absolutely. I I saw a story, and if you get to catch this, it's really good to watch. Um, It's uh, 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 CNBC did a thing on grocery special, on the grocery stores and and pandemic. And it was really interesting, but a couple of numbers that I got from that was that online shopping for groceries was about 3% pre-COVID, and that rose literally in less than 30 days to 21%. 
Now, just that's 7x. Any kind of business that auto just overnight goes 7x up, it's, it's, it's impossible to keep up with. And that was really interesting to see some of those numbers. You know, it, it, wow. So you now I get it a little bit why Amazon got so hammered, you know, because I was oh, finally happy. after all this time. I've been yeah. trying to tell you why they were getting hammered. Well, the thing is, Brent, you don't have facts. I have okay? facts. You had zero, <laughs> zero facts. Oh my goodness. Avocado have... perception of me went down. <laughs> <laughs> I love my LinkedIn people. Avocados. I got to see the best fruit on. Come on, man. Wait a minute. Is is that fruit? Is that really a fruit? I mean, I have no idea. Well, see, I have facts again. (laughs) It's like that's one of the most fattening fruits it is because it is. It is a fat fruit. So, so one of the few fruits that have fat. So how does that make that the best fruit? That's not even the best fruit for you health wise. Well, I mean, basically, fat. It's good fat, and if you're not a meat eater, that's where you can get fat. You need fat in your diet. You need protein and and all that kind of stuff. You need protein, so for good protein, you got to use the nuts. So it's all that kind of. Oh, okay. My buddy Esteban. Esteban, why do you show up as LinkedIn user? You got to get that fixed, man. Yeah, fix that. (laughs) You know, actually, my opinion of you just went (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh yes it's uh, i do alan crisco is better for you <laughs> yeah you need to get something you know i when people think Look, of good fruits they think of like apples oranges no, bananas avocados come on seriously man. i'm a i'm a guacamole fan oh, just give me a cracker and some guac and i'm i'm a happy man i love guacamole and I make it at home. Okay. Enough. At any rate, <laughs> the deal is I see that happening in terms of, you know, I think the 40% number was, I, I don't know if that was 40% of the 20% or was that 40% overall? I wonder. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. That's yeah, a good curious. question. I, I, but I mean, right. once you do it, uh, why would you not do it more often? It's so more convenient. I don't know. To me. To me. Why? Why? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I have to figure it out. I think we'll have to look and see what the actual numbers are. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on with this thing here. Because I got another clip I wanted to play. Oh, uh, okay. While he works on his technology, I'll <laughs> carry the show for us. <laughs> well, what's your next? What is the next thing you want to talk about? I, I, I you know what? I'm waiting on you, man. You're the one with the. You're the one with the magic. I'm just the, the color, you know. <laughs> I, I don't mean that, you know. I know we can't even make color jokes right now. <laughs> we have <laughs> gone tragically off the rails here. We've gone, but I mean, you know, I mean, I'm color commentary, so I'm waiting on the play while they're I on the broke, field. I think I broke my machine, actually. Did I don't you? Know what's going on? I don't know what's going. Oh, wait a minute. Here it is. Okay. All right. Uh, I so wanted to talk got- about. I wanted to talk about something because I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. And it was an article that I posted. um, This might've been last night or the night before one, I can't remember, but 
Amazon is opening this huge facility in Australia, but the key to it is it's going to be like almost 100% all robots. Robots. So here is a report about this new facility opening up in Australia. And listen to what they say about the robots. Online retail giant Amazon is set to open a huge robotic warehouse in Western Sydney. So it's going to be the largest Amazon warehouse in the Southern Hemisphere. What can we expect out of that? This new warehouse will allow them to stock up to 11 million items and they're describing it as the size of 22 rugby fields, which is clearly enormous. I know retailers will be terrified by the such strong presence of Amazon, yes. but jobs, will it, will it create a lot of jobs or not? Well, they're saying this particular warehouse will create around 1,500 jobs, most of them skilled, for instance, supply chain management or engineering. More broadly speaking, though, as you say, the overall online retail story is not necessarily so positive for jobs. The reality is for warehouses like this, robots just do the job a lot better than humans in many cases. And so companies will certainly be looking to use robots where they can. Many warehouses these days are, in fact, fully automated, not even partially automated. And we remember last week, Woolworths announced their new regional distribution centre opening up, and that was at the cost of more than 1,300 jobs. So yeah. concerning overall. All right. Uh, Did we talk about robots last week? We touched on it, but we of course, then they go and do, you know, announce this. And more and more, it's going to be more automation via robots. And we're also going to talk about the Zooks deal that they just made. And not only cars or energy efficient cars, but autonomous cars. They are going all this is like they yeah they bought that was like a you know i forget exactly the price tag but yeah alan yeah i, I don't know what rugby is so you know you're really you're, you're i'm just kidding yeah it's it's not real football it's you know it's it's that football what do you mean okay whatever it's not it's american not, football that's what i mean okay that is exactly what i mean anyway so so they say that 1300 jobs are going to be created <laughs> by having this uh, this robotic uh huge distribution fulfillment center whatever you want to call it but they're saying it's still going to be generating human jobs but I, I net, mean, net, I net net is this something that I don't I don't remember I can't wait to see this in in you know in how it works cuz I as far as I know <clears throat> their robotic facilities still don't pack it and ship it. They'll pick it, but still takes humans to pack and ship. I don't, I wonder, I, I would love to see how this one's going to work and what's different from this warehouse versus other ones. I think we're going to see, uh, this may be a, a harbinger of things to come um, in the Dude. States. That's what I was saying. I, I think we talked about it before that we're, we're seeing an acceleration. If you yeah. look at where we are right now in terms of unemployment, this is what we were projecting for 2025. So we've hyper accelerated to that point in months where the number of people without jobs, even though it's going to be replaced by robotics, but we were saying 2025 that literally 20 to 40% of the people would be unemployed. And we're, we're, we're approaching that number. It's crazy. I but think, we're at. I think 
um, you know, along with the acceleration of, you know, the shift for people buying more stuff online because of the, because of the uh, pandemic. And that is dramatically, you know, accelerated almost overnight. Now we're seeing, I think this gives companies like Amazon the ammunition to accelerate a whole bunch of things because once again, Amazon is always focused on making it easy for people to get, you know, to find the stuff they want, order the stuff they want, and get the stuff to them as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And let's face it, the more you can automate this kind of stuff, the more that kind of happens. And, so, and another, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. Well, yeah. No, I was going to say another thing is that um, it, it, it it's kind of turned that on its head because making these kind of announcements pre-COVID would be, it would be butted up against bad press. You know, it's like, oh, you're, you're replacing people with robots. And now it's like, oh, yay, you're replacing people with robots. It's like, oh, great. You know, <laughs> it's like, take the opportunity now. They're able to just kind of, all the headwind is out of the way. And it looks pretty good for you to make stuff with robots now. So humans don't touch it. Well, and, and the other thing uh, I had to cut off um, because that, that that uh, newscast was kind of going long. One of the interesting things that was mentioned at the very end was uh, it looks like all these uh, the landlords, landlords and the folks who have all this this uh, property and they are used to leasing that property to big companies like retailers. They're trying to renegotiate contracts and agreements to get a percentage of the online sales as part of their, their deals with these companies. So in order, you, you know, they would like to say, all right, well, you will pay X amount of dollars per month plus a percentage of your retail online retail you, and you that know, will be your deal that would you, be your rent you know at that model is not that abnormal it is unique in the retail space but things like docks uh where you dock boats or hangars for commercial aircraft i think do some sort of profit share as well I don't think any of these retailers are going for it, particularly, first of all, only a couple, a handful of retailers could probably afford it. The other ones are going out of business. So they're not looking for any way to pay you anymore. And Amazon is like, why would we do that? Or, you know, why? And, and you have to ask, why would they do that? Well, I mean, you know, right, dude. Okay. For one, right around the corner, the newest Amazon is still in construction, right? And like I said, when that started, the whole thing is rented. Amazon doesn't own these warehouses. They kind of don't and kind of do. You know, they got their name on it. They've built, been built to spec, but the builder actually owns it and Amazon rents from these guys. So, uh, it, you know, I mean, they do have to rent their space. Yeah, but they don't have to rent that space from that particular uh, person. 
No, they and don't. I'm sure. I mean, let's face it. Amazon is Amazon's not going to give up. No, Amazon will buy a damn island before they're going <laughs> to pay you. Why, I mean, why wouldn't they? They're not going to give you a percentage of what they make. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. You know, not not at all. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I just found that part really interesting. That little last throwaway part. That is um, funny. I be that's the first time I've heard of it. Although, like I said, I heard of it before with uh, some of the ships and in, in docks that they would do that. But yeah, exactly. Know. So that's, it was interesting. It was interesting. They're gonna so, find any way that they can, bro, to survive. Yeah, well, they have to, and I, I don't, I don't uh, fault them that. Yeah. All right. But so you figured I, these spaces were retail before that, and so now all of a sudden you didn't do that when the mom and pop shop was there. But if Amazon comes in now, suddenly you want a percentage. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Well, you, yeah, first of all, yeah, the mom and pops, they would never make it on what the mom and pops bring in. So you can't, there's no way in the world they're going to make a deal with mom or pop for that. All right. So here's an interesting one. Uh, I'm trying to pull this up, but I forgot my login on. Uh, let me see. Can I log in with this? Let's see if it does it for me. App not set up. All right. So there was a Business Insider article. And I, at least I can pop this up. I don't know if we can. Yeah, see we'll pop that. Alan's thing up too because I like that too. Oh, you want to answer that one? Yeah, I Hold just on, think dude. it's interesting. Don't say that. Alan's going to get ideas. Like he's interesting if you say stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. What well, does it count as replacing people with robots if people have already been laid off or furloughed? I think it does. You know, I mean, because if they're doing the work that people used to do and now the robots are taking over. It's digital transformation. You should have put. You should have said trans digital trans information. Whatever. That, that dude. That was a good joke. Did anyone laugh? <laughs> did I miss? I, did. I, I didn't even remotely even. You didn't get it. I didn't. Well, I, you got that right. You didn't. Um, get it. <laughs> you didn't all right. Get it. Google will expand free retail. Let me put this up. Google will expand free retail listings mm. to its main search page in a bid to fend off growing ad rivalry with Amazon. Yep. And then the little quote is, the company had already changed the rules so that merchants could list items in the Google shopping selection for free, but they still had to pay for a slot at the top of Google search. That soon, That is soon changing. Yeah. That's Google's huge. feeling the pain just, well, not maybe not like, Facebook, but Google is feeling the pain from this. A lot of companies are not doing the digital ad stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, if, when you say a lot of companies are not doing, you're not spending the money on digital ads. Right, right, right. Right. And does, does Amazon have the ability to counter this? I don't think Amazon, they do. Amazon is already countering it because let's think about this. The uptick in online shopping online, Amazon is getting more than their fares that the more that fair share of that uptick. So every if if people are cutting back their ads, but online retail is still going crazy. Guess who's benefiting from that? Amazon is getting it one way or the other. So Google is trying to figure out how do they get sellers to to 
to sell stuff on their platform. So they're going, they're trying every which way, but people, people don't want to advertise, but they need to sell stuff. Right. Well, so Google, I think is trying to figure out a way to, to, you know, fend off Amazon in one way and keep kind of their advertisers and I guess third-party sellers try to make some headways with them. And I think it's tough for them right now to do that, but they got to, they got to do something because they're, the big brands are not spending as much as they used to on Google AdWords right now, at least right now. I, you know, I don't think that's really the, the case. We'll see when the earnings come out for second quarter. I mean, uh, Google's stock is doing well. Google is not like, oh, my God, Amazon's coming for our core business. Um, I don't think that's even close. However, I do think that when it comes to advertising and and advertising of hard goods, that there was a niche and an opportunity there that Google themselves never adequately uh, navigated, in my opinion. I don't think they ever navigated uh, advertising for product very well. And that allowed Amazon to sneak in and make a lot of inroads in that area. I but think Google... Google was never, I mean, the the initial business model for Google was not to point people to where they could shop. It was about finding information and, and, well, and navigating no, no, the web. No. Let's, no. let's remember. Okay. Wait, right. hold on. You don't remember something called Frugal? But was that a, the initial part of Google or was that an add-on? No, that was, I mean, I'm just saying that was Google's shopping platform was Frugal. Right. And Frugal was great. It was 100% free. All right. And it was just a shopping platform for you to, it, it would suck all your stuff out of your store, a lot of eBay stores, and it would list it and it make it easy to find. I, I, I think that concept needs to come back. You know, I think part of Google search should literally be product search. Yeah. Well, I, but I think, you, but, but I think it was originally that until people were like, well, why don't I just go to Amazon and search? And not really. It hasn't changed. Not well, really. I mean, product searches, more product searches. I mean, it was like years, what, three or four years ago since Amazon became number one place destination for product search. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I don't see that changing anytime soon. I'm saying product search is different than text search. All right? product, product search, search is intent search. Because they want to buy something. Right. And, and if I want to buy something, I need to see the picture. I need to see the description of said thing. When you right. do that on, on Google, you don't get any of that experience or you didn't really get that experience. They, they tacked it on. They didn't, and and they, you also didn't get ratings and reviews right away. Exactly. Uh, so Amazon, because of all that, people started going directly to Amazon for product right. searches. I right, think Google, Google has all that data, all that data. They have all that data, but their business model was not set up for people well, being able to buy up. stuff right from there. They need to get that shit set up. They got all the components. They, they got Google Pay. I think they're, I they think got, they're trying. Yeah, I think they're well, trying. I mean, look, I don't think that, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they were trying. I think if they do try, they're going to have a little bit of, Good but let's but why why weren't they trying why weren't they trying real hard because look at the margins on retail look at the margins they had oh. on ads they had huge oh. margins 
And and so oh yeah, Jordan, yeah, retail versus yes, absolutely. Yeah, so why? I mean, they were they were what optimizing, right? But they were optimizing around that. And and let's face it, retail is a tough market, even if it's on, online retail. And, yeah, right. There you go. And supply chain isn't easy. I think no, they need to stay out of that part. I, I think they need to figure out how they, how can they best position themselves for what digital ads and and digital campaigns are going to look like after COVID because they're going to look different than what they were before COVID. And they could be, they could position themselves because they are the leader already, just generally speaking. So how do they take that lead and, and, and change the way that they need to keep that lead after we get through this pandemic? All right. Look at LinkedIn user, put that up there real quick. He says, I always use Google because I get options usually in uh, Amazon end up in Amazon since there are not many other results that matter. I, I think that is the most important part is that when you do a thing on Amazon, you're not going to get a whole lot of different options as you would. That's because they are optimized to sell something at the end of the interaction. How do they, how does Amazon make it easy for us to find what we want, make that decision click the buy button and then stand by our doorstep 24 hours later with our stuff. Google's not optimized for that. Amazon is, and that's why it's going to be hard for them to try to attack on Amazon's territory. And maybe it's a little easier for Amazon to attack Google on their territory with the digital ad platform. I disagree, but we'll see. What else is new? You always disagree with me. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm you're, you're, I think you're saying that Amazon has an advantage. No, uh, I, I I think I'm yeah, saying Google that in, in its advantage, and I think Google has some tools up its up its sleeves too that Amazon I, doesn't have, and definitely data wise, I think they do. I think you're right about that, but it's also about being able to actually execute. And Google has shown that they have hard times when it comes to physical products. You know, selling their and, own. And here's the thing, I and that's a good point. I think you leave Amazon in the fit of physical product space. Don't try to compete with that. That's where they've had their problems. When it comes to actual search, there's nothing that compares to Google search on the planet. Amazon's search is not even close. Amazon is not in my pocket. Google knows everywhere I've been, where I'm going, and everything that comes out of my mouth. They have to utilize that and figure out how they can use that to the advantage of the end user to make shopping experience better. Okay, you, I totally agree with you on that. Google is the search king, but yeah. let's. there's an opportunity, not just for Amazon, there is an opportunity because search is switching, changing more and more to voice search, which is a completely different animal. And that leaves some opportunities for not just Amazon, but for others to figure out how do they leverage voice search and be able to optimize voice search and voice conversations um, that could turn into uh, actually connecting a, a retail experience that starts with a voice search versus a retail experience that starts with a traditional text search. There's some opportunities. I think Google should be op trying to optimize for that because to me, that's where that's where this is going faster and faster. All right. I got to get out of here in a couple of minutes. So I want to go to the last thing. All and right. 
Yes, it is a clip of a video that I found interesting because Hunger Games for Billionaires is continuing. Oh, my gosh. All and right, this, go. This time, it's all about Twitch. So all here right, we go. go. Here oh, we yeah. go. Let me do this. Let me do that. And here we are. Big tech, more big tech bias against President Trump. Twitch, a streaming platform owned by Jeff Bezos, you know him, has temporarily banned the president's account for what it calls hateful conduct. Then after the president's account rebroadcast his 2015 campaign launch and the president's comments at his Tulsa rally. You cannot make this monstrous prejudice up. Uh, big tech is well out of control. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't help bring up the Lou Dobbs clip to talk about. That. I just found it kind of funny. <laughs> he he is such a homer, is pathetic. But let's face it, Twitch did kick off the current resident of sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue for hate speech. What else is new? I thought it was. I thought he was right. I thought they. You know. They did what they should have done. And let's face it, that's just going to make the current resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue even angrier at Jeff Bezos. Uh, who cares? He needs, to be, <laughs> he needs to be packing his shit. That's what he needs to be doing. He needs to be getting his bags ready. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But, I mean, honestly, this is way overdue, honestly. You know? I mean... The stuff that gets put out by, actually, if you just really think about it, it is absolutely insanely ridiculous that we have a leader of the free world that puts out such horrible, hateful, and inaccurate comments that this could even be a conversation. I think that's really the bigger issue here. I like the biggest issue being somebody at my, my buddy Esteban said, I'm always right. So how to put that. <laughs> and on that, you actually froze as soon as I said that. And then look at Alan coming through for me as well. All right. And let's, let's get this one. Craig. Yeah. This two thirty. Yeah. This is going to be something they need to change that. I'm um, that whole two thirty thing is. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can't take it back. You cannot take, I thought you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right i uh gotta that go this fun. is actually this is fun it's been fun yes uh, i'm just glad that your technology like held up for this uh time and starting to get a new one Computer you heard it here software. folks you here's heard it here folks here's the deal i'm gonna tell anybody that wants to know bh photo I'm by the way we're all leaving so. i'm giving a plug bh photo this weekend is having a sale on laptops macbooks so i'm grabbing it from there there you go well let's hope so let's hope so maybe next week we'll have a new look for the cold one the bold one john cold rice lawson Fingers i'll crossed. see it i'll see it when i believe <laughs> all right it's been a good one we you'll will see, see it you. when you believe it yes I, that's what i said yes oh I, let's say somebody said i you missed one comment all right there it is all right we will see you next week uh for another great week of watching amazon i hope Probably. Peace. <laughs>